Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another Naked Football Show. My guest today, I've forgotten, Joey Sadler. Um, I was going to say something else, and uh, that would have almost been an insult to my guest, but uh, I'll tell him afterwards. Um, my guest is Joey Sadler, and uh, we've decided before the show that there's nothing to talk about because we're doing so well. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next week. How are you, Joey? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Very good lad. positive at the moment, of course, such as everything at Ipswich Town. So, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Definitely. definitely. Amazing. I'm sure we're in for a very uh, positive 30 minutes or so. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Well, it's certainly not going to be... Well, it can't be negative anyway. We were talking uh, um, in the green room before the uh, show started in over a gin and tonic, of course, uh, about um, websites, especially things like Those Were The Days. And Joey writes, actually, you can tell us who you write for, Joey. Yeah, so I write a column for Suffolk News, um, which goes into the Berry Free Press, District Express uh, and, and Suffolk News, which is based in Sudbury. Uh, online, on Twitter and all platforms. So if you want to see... See someone writing about the uh, the trials and tribulations of Ipswich Town, another person, then uh, then yeah, please do give it a read. So enjoy doing that more so than ever, of course. Yes, but as you were saying, and as we were talking, we were talking about Phil and those were the days, and how uh, the forum is not half so much fun when we're doing well. And you said it's slightly more difficult to think what to write. It is, isn't yeah. It? I, sadly, I mean, I'd much rather be in the, the position we're in now. But two months ago, when it was all kind of going a bit peaked on, I was rattling the keyboard with yeah. with ease. But um, no, look, it's always nice to be writing about good I, things, of course. I wonder where all the uh, McKenna outers have gone all of a sudden. Well, this is true. They've yeah. disappeared a little bit or changed their, their tune somewhat. Yeah, they have. So you went to Derby. How was it? I mean, yep. I saw the game on telly. I went to Germany, popped over to Germany, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, I think a lot of people have um, have been saying on relevant forums that's probably the best away day Ipswich Town have had for, for, for several a long while. years. Yeah. Uh, I, thought I would agree with that, to be fair. I think there's been a... There's been a stigma attached with Ipswich going away to places like Derby and, and Bolton and mm. Chef Weds or Plymouth and, and you've, you've almost never really believed that they could go there and win, to mm. be honest. I know. Um, you might have had it in the back of the mind, but we've always kind of di- ended up disappointing in those games. So yeah, to go away to Pride Park and pick up all three points, score one of the goal of the season contenders in, in, in Chaplin as well was, was brilliant. So about three th- three and a half thousand whatever it was absolutely uh, buzzing tractor boys and girls on the way home that's for sure no absolutely and as you say what a goal that was that first oh, goal yeah it was unbelievable unbelievable yeah. I mean when you watch it uh, live you realise it's good but I think when you watch it back um, Ipswich Town did that town in five thing and the different angle oh, yes I saw it, it yeah. oh it should be a magnificent yeah. goal and to be honest I've seen a few people say it, if that's messy Suarez and Neymar scoring that goal, then it's uh, it's yeah. everywhere for years to come. But because it's Ipswich Town, the League One, it's, it's maybe not getting the recognition it deserves because it's a great goal. Absolutely, and to be fair, I thought her goal was was good. So he had time, yeah. but he had time, and he had to get round, turn, and hit it, and you know, there's two guys on the line as well. Definitely. You know, and yeah, that's a funny that one. All in one. Burns obviously goes through, and then the, the crowd give it the whole. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Misses, I know. And then it comes to Hurst, and a bit of a delayed reaction. But yeah, you're right. I think he was on his last legs. McKenna said at that point, yeah. so he just obviously smacked it, and it's uh, it's gone in. So brilliant, brilliant good result. signing, good signing. Good don't signing. You think? Yeah, yeah, really good. I think it's, he took a while to get going, um, but I think actually one of the biggest benefits of him signing has been the Dapo's form has kicked on as well. Hmm. You know, Freddie had a bit of a tough time for yeah. the fans up until Hurst signing, and. Although Hurst has been been given the kind of shirt at the moment, every time Freddie's come in and, and started a match, I think you can tell that he knows he's got somebody mm. um, behind him who's, who's going to challenge him all the way. So yeah, really good addition. Yeah, I thought um, 
you know, people were a bit unfair on Hurst to start with because he had he, the reason he wasn't you know up to speed was because he hadn't played football had he for a while yeah I think it does take players yeah. especially strikers in this McKenna system it takes yeah. them a while to get going you look at Ladapo for example yeah. he went what five six games to start the season without scoring and mm. everyone had written him off and yeah. all of a sudden now he knows what his role is he knows what yeah. to do and he's scoring and, and yeah I think that was the same at Hurst he's, a, he's obviously a big lad but he's got a decent touch Yeah, um, I think he, he works well with Chaplin Broadhead in behind him so yeah we're, we're quite blessed yeah exactly you, you've got to adapt to a new system and also get yourself match fit as well it's exactly. all right being fit yeah. but match fit is a bit different yeah. isn't it definitely uh, as we know the level we've played or certainly on that well, of course yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah got to be match fit when you pay for a pub team um, <laughs> I got it shall we go into tweets it's and the, emails yeah, and messages etc etc et let's here we go right these are as per usual as they came in so first up is Dino Dean Mitchell hello Dino what was that the best away day for years? What a yes those goals were. We sang all the way home in the car. Shows what a settled team does. The four transfer it's all its sentences. The four transfer windows have been fantastic. We can really do it now as long as we get no key injuries. Super Kieran really knows what we need. Yes. Thank you. That's the first time we've heard it today. We normally find a way of saying that every week. Thank you, Dino. Um, thoughts there, yeah, Joey? Yeah, I'd agree with that, Dino. Yeah, I think... Um, Best away day for years, he said. Uh, yeah. I would say so. I mean, I was at the, the Wiccan game under Paul Cook oh, last year. Oh, yes, that was year, good, Which was it? good. I mean, yeah. I think because Cook got sacked, we maybe don't uh, think about it as much. But, you know, Wiccan went on to get into the playoff final. So to go away there and win 4-1, at the time, that did feel big. Um, but yeah, I think this one probably Portsmouth as well away. Portsmouth Just away, yeah, another one of the Paul Cook. So there's been a few, but yeah. I think that given the magnitude and what it meant um, and what it's done for our season potentially, mm. then yeah, big, big, big. And the transfer windows, yeah, yeah, magnificent. I think we'll go on to talk about certain uh, Australians in the middle of the park in a moment. But uh, yeah, really, really good transfer window. All four have been been superb so far. So really good. Exactly, we might have Australians listening. Um, we might do. We have, yeah. we have, partner and uh, relatives Dan um, Kevin Beatty Foundation that's young Malk IGB and Joey what do you think has been the reason for the turnaround better players less tinkering with the side with the side or both with Plim- uh, actually you can answer that bit first is um, it better players less tinkering with the side or both yeah possibly I think both, both. Yeah. I think it's got to be both yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never really been a huge fan of the chopping and changing no. that goes on with teams I know that Man City do it and Pep Guardiola does it but we're not Man City and we don't have Pep Guardiola. We've got the second best thing, of course, in Kieran McKenna. But I just think it put me off under the Paul Lambert era when you know we soared 11 games, we were top of the league, and then he started to change his goalkeeper. And we all know how that ended up. And this side is a million miles off what that Paul mm. Lambert side was, of course. Mm. But you know, again, when we had the little blip around December, January, it was because... And maybe that was because we had cup games to, to comprehend with, but we were kind of, you know changing around the team and I know injuries didn't help but we look a, a proper outfit now a really mm. really good settled team and um, if we can keep it that way I think that can only help us no absolutely uh, yeah uh, I wonder if wonder what the reason was for tinkering or just was it just to get everyone playing the system and yeah we had we obviously had the FA Cup game with Burnley which of course went to a replay yeah. um, you had Comfries and, and Morsi came in I think Evans did he start the year then he got injured didn't he so yeah. but it was that I mean, the back five, which I'm sure we'll talk about, kept eight clean sheets in a row, whatever it is. 
a lot of that comes down to I always think the back end of the pitch if you've got a settled back four yeah. back five it's only going to work work mm. well and I, I just feel like now we're seeing we're reaping the rewards of that so for me personally I'd always want to see your best team your most informed team play every week if it can yeah would you uh, talking of wits would you put Davis back in on Saturday if, well, or Friday question. if he's fit yeah I'm, I, it's, it's a really good question I thought Lee played going back to what you were saying about the Burnley game I thought Lee had a cracking couple of games there he did and he played well on, on Saturday, Saturday as well yeah. I mean Greg Lee you know what you're going to get he's, yeah. he's, he's similar to Junoy Danassian in the way that yeah. very good defender I don't think he'll be embarrassed or beaten by many winger in the league going forward is he as good as Leif Davis of course he's not who is in this league so I wouldn't be surprised if Davis comes back in just yeah. because of the, the the volume of games that he's played so far. But again, if, if Lee's on the team sheet, then he thoroughly deserves it. He's also taller than Davis, isn't he? So, I mean, yeah. if, and Wickham do like to play Tend the long ball, so aggressively. he yeah. could could just uh, hold his place. Um, with Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday faltering, it seems, will Town now go up automatically? Do you feel, or will there be more twists and turns? Keep up the great show, thank you, uh, Malk. What do you think? Are you well, going to put your? You I'm going to put my, my <coughs> yeah. neck on the line here. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know, Malk. I'd love to answer that question, but I feel feel like years of supporting Ipswich Town bring you to the moment that you don't want to get too excited or or too downbeat. But we've given ourselves a great chance. I mean, I am um, rather foolishly after the Sheffield Wednesday game tweeted the fact that I thought top two was gone. Um, yep. I thought it was, you know, end of the world, worst thing ever. And, and McKenna actually said that day that this is the changing point in our season, which I couldn't have disagreed with more no. at the time. Now he looks a very, very clever man because clearly, you know, since then we've scored 20 goals. We haven't conceded one. So, you know, we've won, what have we won, seven in a row. Yep. We've got eight games in this month. So two months ago, we were very downbeat. Fast forward to now, we're very happy. I'm just hoping and praying that we were uh, uh, following a similar trajectory this time next month when uh, hopefully we'll be very happy Ipswich Town fans. That's what we'll, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I don't blame you, Matt. I'm not saying anything. Um, thanks, uh, Malk. This is uh, Chris Rand, right? He lists Massimo Luongo, free transfer, widely regarded as the least important of our four January signings, two substitute appearances and then five starts. Because Chris is like uh, the Cambridge version of the Renegade stat man. He knows all his figures and facts. Um, 1-7, drawn nil, lost nil. While he's been on the pitch, Tanner scored 15 and conceded none. Discuss. So we're talking Massimo Luongo, so we're back to Australia. Well, listen, <laughs> I think the biggest compliment that I could play old Massimo Luongo is the fact that he has been the most influential and impressive signing out of those four. Yeah. And that that is saying something considerably with the fact that Nathan Broadhead looks a, a wonderful footballer. Hurst, as we've mentioned, has come in and scored goals. Yeah. And Harry Clark, who's, you know, I was a big JD fan, Danassian fan, but, and wasn't really sure we needed Clark at the time. But he's given us a real kind of ruthlessness and a more aggressive feel on the on the right-hand side. So, um, yeah, for me, Massimo has, has, has been the best out of the lot. And, and that's saying something. The way that him and Morsi control the midfield, we've gone away to Bolton and Derby, um, who are both decent sides and who are both probably going to end up in the top six, at least one of them. Yeah. And that midfield of Massimo Luongo and Sam Morsi has completely dominated the middle of the park. So, terrific player. As you say, when we signed him at the time, it was more of a coming into maybe at cover. For, I think now you've got to be putting the contract on the table and letting him uh, letting him put the numbers he wants on it. I think we really do need him, yeah. uh, whatever league we're in, Championship or League One, I think he plays. 
I agree. Okay, here's a question for you. A fully fit, match fit Evans or Luongo? Uh, for me, I would go Luongo. I really would. Yeah, yeah I, I really like. I like Lee Evans, but I think Mass can do what Lee Evans can do, and a bit more. Bit more aggression. Yeah, I mean yeah. Evans is a beautiful footballer. He can yeah. spray the spray the ball around, but I think you've seen Massimo do that as well. And him and Morsi, I think that's the best midfield we've seen at Ipswich Town for many, many years. He also gets forward a lot. Well, gets forward. As well, you know, yeah, he scored a goal uh, yeah. in that time. He he breaks everything up. Clever footballer. I just feel the understanding that him and Sammy have got this early on is, you know, when when Sam goes, Mass stays, and vice versa. Yeah. So, yes, maybe seems harsh on Lee Evans, who's had a, you know, on the whole, I think he's had a decent season. But um, yeah, I think if we can keep Luongo fit, then then I would really fancy us for top two. I would. So, just as an aside, Player of the Year so far. Yeah, good question. I'd, I'd probably, I think you're probably going to have to go for Connor Chaplin. To be fair, started yeah. the season well. Had a little wobble, didn't he, in the kind of October, November time. Um, but he's, he's been brilliant. And a, a lot, Some people have said that Chaplin maybe hasn't done it against the, the bigger teams, so to, so to speak. But I thought his performance at, away at Derby was superb. Mm, yes. um, and he's a, a fantastic finisher. And I think off the pitch, Connor Chaplin is everything you'd want an Ipswich Town footballer to be. You know, he goes away to Derby and the next day he's at, at yeah, high school with, with, the kids, um, yeah. with young kids. So... I think it's got to go for him for his off off and on the field. Um, yeah, you get the impression he loves it here as well, don't you? You do. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. So yeah, but my partner's in love. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Chris. This is Frankio. Hello, Frankio. Hi, GB and Joey. The consensus among the fans seems to be that McKenna has settled on his best eleven. That's because he knows exactly what he needs. Of course. And there should be no changes, barring injuries or suspensions. With so many games crammed into April, I can't see us not having a bit of rotation for minor knocks and fitness. What say you? I think we agree there. Really. I think we agree, yeah. I think it's a good question. Um, obviously, we've won down seven to go in this month, this calendar month alone. So you would imagine that there's there's probably going to have to be some kind of change. Uh, yeah. But certainly this Friday, I'll be keeping the same team, whether we go to Cheltenham and, and mix it up. He, he tends to kind of swap Clark and Danassian. He did it midweek against uh, Accrington. I think he yeah. brought Danassian back in maybe. Um, so we might see that, but certainly I wouldn't be looking to change it much or at all if we, we don't have to. Um, there is going to be some sort of disappointment, isn't there? There's going to be some player that gets injured or, yes, or gets certainly. a yellow or red. That's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. So hopefully it's just nobody of... Um, you know Sam Morsi type importance or Christian Walton let's say um, although they're all involved in their own right glad he so. did well against Burnley he as well did. So, uh, yeah, so but yeah if we can keep the same side I would do if not then at least we've got a very very good very good squad. squad very good squad including um, new contracts for both Danassian and KVY yeah yeah I mean as I said before I'm a big fan of Janor Danassian um, I think it's, it's in terms of defensive attributes I don't think you get money better than him in the league. But going forward, he's not his strong suit. And I think Clark has come in, to yeah. be fair, and shown that he can he can do it in both ends of the pitch. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously a young player that you know people are talking about, maybe a potential future captain of Ipswich Town. So, yeah, good. Whatever league you're in, even at the Championship, the JD can come in and do a job. Yeah, and I'm, I'm particularly happy that KVY got a, uh, another year. Yeah. Because I, I think he's a great player. He, you know, he's, he's not... He's been unlucky with injuries and he's never had a long run back in the side. But I think people forget how good he really was yeah, before he got was these yeah. two injuries. Uh, thanks, Frankie. Oh, Mullet. 
Uh, I love Sam Morsey. Don't we all for Mullet? Uh, which game will see us made champions this season? Oh, there you go. There you go, Joey. <laughs> Mullet. <laughs> what an easy one that is. I'm looking Thanks, towards April the 29th, Exeter at home. Can you imagine a nice sort of spring kind of coming wouldn't into summer's day? We need a point or we need three points to win. And then we can all go up to Fleetwood and have the party on the Blackpool Beach. Having already done it. That's the, the dream scenario. So if I had to pick one, it would be that. It would be a nice Portman Road trophy lift nice or, to... or you know parade around the pitch knowing we've done it. And then we can relax at Fleetwood. I can't see that happening. But I'm not sure that's going to happen, but I'd love it to. <laughs> Thanks, Mullet. Uh, Leeksy, uh, how do I mentally handle myself for the run-in? After being at Derby, I'm convinced we're we're going to win all the leagues at once, which we're not. You just want to comment? I think he's just hysterical, aren't you, Leeksy? I think we all are. Um, bit, I think the thing is, what we all need to do, and the players and Kieran McKenna, and who am I to say that to Kieran McKenna, but is just take each game as it comes. Yeah. You know, it's it's Wickham this Friday, we then look at Cheltenham, uh, and just go about our business like we have been doing, and I'm sure that is the, the exact message Kieran McKenna will be saying, but um, yeah, I, I'm the exact same, I look at the fixture, you know, if we win that one, if we lose yeah. this one, yeah, and then, yeah, and then I'm it. stressed out, I yeah. can't sleep at night, so... Take it each each game as it comes. Yeah, that should be his new song. We've got Super Tune. We're gonna he takes each game as it comes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There we go. There we go. Get it there going. You go. Get it going. Uh, this is Izzy. Uh, hi Graham and fantastic guest. <laughs> she always writes it before Thank she you, knows Izzy. who the guest is. Well, that's the trouble. That. She says one day I'll know who the guest is, but probably not until I join Twitter. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic guest. Absolutely. You've got it right there, Izzy. <laughs> Town have recently posted their accounts and have reported a 12.6 million loss. I know the people behind the pension fund who own Town have said they're looking for a long-term return, but how long will they be able to accept making that sort of loss? Shall I read the lot? Uh, yeah, I'll read the lot, then you can talk about it, Joey. Also, back in 2019, The Guardian looked at the account of all the Premier League clubs for 2018. They reported seven clubs made a loss, so is it realistic for the pension fund to ever expect a return on their investment? And the Premier League clubs who made a loss, I won't read out the money they lost, but uh, were Bournemouth, Palace, Everton, Stoke, Swansea, Watford and West Brom. Thoughts? Yeah, obviously like, it's, it's something to think about. I think where Ipswich Town are a little different to the rest is the fact that they have got, you know, we're, we're blessed with a, a, a huge, fantastic fan base. You know, we've sold out Good Friday's fixture with Wickham. There's 29,000 people in there. Yes, the prices are going up next year. Um, but I'd like to think whatever league we're in next year, we're probably going to get a similar amount of attendances. We've also got a chap called Ed Sheeran as well, which is doing everything he yeah. can to promote the club. So would uh, an ownership necessarily want to leave Ipswich Town at the moment I don't think they would um, and I think if they did there'd be many suitors out there that, that feel that they could get a lot from this club so with that said um, it's definitely something to think about but I think we are lucky given who we are and, and, and what we can do and who we can reach um, that we'll, we'll be alright I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon No I mean they, it, it, if listening to Ashton and indeed the owners it's um, they do seem to be here for the long haul don't they, they seem, definitely. and yeah. they seem to be actually enjoying it yeah, why not? I mean, it's, look, it's, I know it's our football club, but it's a fantastic football mm. club. You, you, you walk down Portman Road, you've got Sir Alf Ramsey on one side, Bobby Robson yeah. on the next, Kevin Beatty. Uh, this is a club that has won the UEFA Cup. I think it's the only club outside of the Premier League to have won a European trophy. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran, one of the biggest pop stars in the world right now, without a doubt, yeah. uh, supports and sponsors the club. So 
you know, I'm, I'm no Lord Sugar, but from a business point of view, you'd be looking at that thinking, well, I could probably financially do all right out of this because there's 30,000 tractor boys and girls that are foolishly buying the kits and going to the games every year, no matter <laughs> yeah. what's going on. So, oh, no. yeah, oh, I don't see don't see a problem with that. No, I was in the uh, shop, was it yesterday, the day before, and uh, Ian, who's um security guy there, he pointed out uh, Ed's box so now I know exactly where he sits I know exactly where he sits there we go Uh, this is from Slower Ball hello Slower Ball good evening the Lowstoff Lecter that must be me God Uh, good evening the Stone Market Scribbler Oh, right, that must be me. Must be okay, you. Right. Love the That's show. Where I live. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. uh, Slowball. <laughs> McKenna and Walton, Walton nominated for the manager and player of the month for League One. Oh, dear. Kiss of death? I hope not. Do you want to comment? Well... I think that's that's always been the case, isn't it? it is. To be honest, I'm not going to be too begrudged if McKenna doesn't get it. Um, he should, really, shouldn't he? He's mm. won seven games in a row, whatever it is. Well, he, he can't beat that, really, can he? he <laughs> Unless you've won what, eight what games. What can you do? Yeah. You know, he's, he's not even, they're not even conceded a goal. So, no. if I had to pick, ideal scenario would be that McKenna doesn't get it, not because he doesn't deserve it, but yeah. because of said hoodoo. And Christian Walton gets the award because he thoroughly deserves it after his performances. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think Plymouth's manager... Got the award, and they went on to win the other, you know, two, three games yeah. in a row afterwards. So let's let's see. This is a different Ipswich now. So hopefully we can shake off any hoodoo. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, questions for the panel: Donassian contract extension, good or bad for him? For Slowball, he says good. You've already said you gotta think that's good. quite a good thing. Yeah, yeah. got to be good. Look, I, I think Harry Clark starts over Junoy Donassian. Yes. I would say that. I think you know Harry's done enough in his first. 10 appearances or whatever it is to suggest that you know he's young he's an Ipswich lad he's he's doing the old Clark fist pump now yes he's from, taken over that mantle as well so, isn't he so. uh, but JD's a great I actually looking at it the other day our fullbacks on a whole Davis and Lee, uh, Lee on one side Clark and Dinassian on another we're, we're pretty blessed in plus that. KVY plus KVY you can play on well, either side either, either side so we're quite well stocked in that area yes. and um yeah, very good. That'll be the one area we don't get an injury, won't it? Probably, Guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> um, the club has announced a 12.6 million loss the year up to June 2022. A concern if we don't go up or the price of success. Again, to him, it's the latter. To you, Joey? Yeah, it is a You know, if we don't go up this season, it is a concern because you, you, you probably do have to think the likes of who we've just mentioned, Chaplin, Walton, Davis, are they going to stay? I think they probably will. Um, I think I they would maybe for one more season. For but one more it season. It would have to go up But we'd season. have to go up next yeah. season. But, um, so I don't even want to think about that, to be honest. But then when you <laughs> when you look at it, we, we have got in Harry Clark this season, who we've just signed as a 20-year-old. He's only going to go on and improve. I don't think Morsi's going to leave. So I think we keep the nucleus of a very, very good squad. Um, but of course there are there are going to be problems if we don't cut this year. We are going to lose players, I think. But a lot of them more will stay than go. I would I would like. Yeah, to and say. also, do you think say would take Chaplin for instance? Um, would he go to a like a mid to lower yeah. championship side or <laughs> thing? I think he would. He, that, that, he you think he would rather point. than stay with a club I, I that's going to well, go up possibly. If he's go, if Chaplin's going to go, it's not going to be to another League One club. That's for sure. No, and we know that for any of our players, and, and if. Because I know Sunderland were interested in the season gone by. If Sunderland came in from who are, are a mammoth, yes, they are club, big side, of course, honest, yeah. Then he maybe go if if 
Wigan Athletic came into it for him or Blackpool then you know, no disrespect to them two sides but Ipswich Town are bigger than yep. those in size yep. then he probably stays so yeah it depends on the, the magnitude of the club that comes in but um, you know as I said this is a good place to be and, and, and it's only going one direction and hopefully it will happen this year one direction, maybe they should. Maybe they should, they should yeah, do a comeback as well. Sponsoring, yeah. sponsoring Ipswich with Ed. <laughs> um, and finally, he says, and this is the club's timing of tonight's fans forum, which is ongoing right now. Oh yes, it is uh, Slowball. Slowball, I think, is listening live. Thank you for that, Slowball. Uh, you've made me really nervous now. Is the club's timing of tonight's fans forum ongoing right now a deliberate ploy to keep you two lads from attending? Oh, I see. I sincerely hope not. It was actually. Yes. I think it was keep us out, keep us away from yeah. the ground. But there we go. Yeah, maybe because we drink too much from of their beer. <laughs> he said, "Good, good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless, Martin Fulop. You remember him? Indeed, I do. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, no longer with I us. Know. Bless. Very sad. Uh, right, just a couple of minutes or just under Joey. Thoughts for Friday? I mean, I looked at their um, their away record. Isn't that bad? Actually, they've won eight games away from home, Wickham. Yeah. Um, and they're a hard side to play against. They're the sides that we used to sort of struggle against and end up drawing nil nil or losing. Yeah, well they, well, they beat us obviously earlier on in the yes. season, albeit that was with uh, with Gareth Ainsworth, who's um, who's left, not particularly pulling up trees at QPR. But Bloomfield's gone in. I think it's look, if we're going to play Wickham now, is probably a good time. They're in the mm. transition period with a manager that probably wants to get the ball down a bit more from from yeah. what I've heard. Um, so I do fancy us on uh, Friday. I should say sorry to, to go and beat Wickham. It's, it's Cheltenham on Monday. I'm a little bit worried. You're more about, worried about that, are you? I'm worried about that one. It's a small pitch, small ground type. You know, ugly place to go and play football. They'll make it difficult for us. So, long throws into the box, into as you the say. Box. Though that the the guy who yeah, was responsible last left year is now, left. Obviously, but, yeah. but so you know, no disrespect to Cheltenham, but that that's going to be a tough place for Ipswich. They're going to make it as difficult as possible for Town mm. to go and play, and they're in a good bit of form themselves. So, get through the next two, winning it, then. Um, all looks good for two home games after that. So are you going to go for a win and a, def- uh, a win I'm and a draw? I'm going to go for a wi- two wins, two wins, two wins, my two God. wins. Comfortable Friday and a and a one nil, two nil on Monday. And same side on same Saturday. side so on Friday. Sorry. Friday, yeah, I think we might make some changes to Monday. Yeah, might have to as well. All right, thank you for that, Joey. As usual. Um, Thank you for finding something to talk about after all these wins. Till next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care. Bye.